Welcome to Brain Stand Better's Podcast. Today is Monday, January 20th. I am your host, Matt Osborne. And welcome to the program, everybody. Yesterday was a very exciting day as two NFL teams punched their tickets to the 54th Super Bowl in Miami. Congratulations to Kansas City and San Francisco. We're going to get to that in just a second, but a quick shout-out to our sponsors, Cabalistic Village. You can check them out on SoundCloud with their track, Underground. And also a shout-out to Very Biased Opinions, our soccer lads from across the pond. Go check them out on YouTube. They are hilarious. They also just put out a new Premier League predictions for the midweek football um, day on Wednesday. And uh, we will have a free play uh, from them, I think, tomorrow. So we're looking forward to that. Um, but let's let's dive right into our NFL games from yesterday. Two somewhat watchable games. Um, I'm not going to say that I didn't turn the TV off in the Green Bay game um, at halftime. But okay, you know what? Before we get to that, let's let's talk about Tennessee, Kansas City. We'll we'll break these down. Game by game as they happened. Um, a couple red flags that I have for Kansas City. Um, the first thing is that's the second week in a row that they've been down 10 or more in the first quarter. And I think that should be a red flag um, because it doesn't seem like they have their minds in the game uh, in the first 15 minutes of, of, of football. And I think to win the Super Bowl against the 49ers – you, you can't afford to get down uh, 10 against that defense. So that's something that kind of bothered me. Um, but, you know, I mean, they have the offense and the weapons to get back in it, um, especially against Tennessee. It was a it was a decent day, game. It seemed like Tennessee had a game plan in the first half, which they executed very well. Um, Andy Reid went into halftime, made the adjustments that they needed to, and kind of just shut them down from there. I was a little impressed that they could that Patrick Mahomes could do so well um, even with so many dropped passes. I mean, Kelsey had three, I think. Um, Tyreek Hill had a couple. I mean, they could have put up another 50 if people would have caught the ball like they were supposed to. Um, the one thing Kansas City didn't do yesterday too much, if at all, was throw down the field. I can't really remember a pass... That was longer than 30, 40 yards that was caught. I do remember there was a pass interference call, which don't even get me started. I think that was a little outrageous. I think Tennessee has a gripe on that call that was late in the game to kind of to kind of clinch it for Kansas City. Um, if I remember, that was on a third down. Um, but it was a good game overall. I was very intrigued. Um the second game, the game that they they thought was going to be the best in prime time, uh, ended up being uh, kind of a dud. I was very high on the over, as you uh, listened to on the podcast yesterday. I had bet your life's money on the over, which it came in, it hit pretty easily. Um, but I was a little disappointed in Green Bay. I thought they would have put up a little bit better of a show. Um, their heads weren't in the game. They were... They fumbling and they didn't turn it over in the first half. They fumbled the, the snap to Rogers. Rogers just kind of looked at the ball. He had, he made no effort to go like recover the ball. It was kind of hilarious. 
Um, it was seems like he was giving up, and I think it was twenty seven zero at that point, or twenty twenty uh, twenty to zero. But in the second half, they went in, and and Aaron Rodgers probably gave you know that State Farm double check uh, speech and and rallied the troops. When it was twenty seven to thirteen, I thought that there was a chance um, that some magic could happen. Uh, I will admit I turned the game off at halftime and was kind of just glancing at it through my phone. Um, I never ended up turning it back on because every time I looked and Green Bay had scored, San Francisco went right down the field and answered back. Um, so their victory was never in doubt. Uh, this should be a good matchup, though. Kansas City and San Francisco, the line opened at Pickham, actually, with the over being 54 and uh, it's moved to minus one to Kansas City. And that was actually my thought was Kansas City, I think, is going to be bet all the way up to probably two and a half and three is where it's going to end up. Um, I, I My early indications on where my Super Bowl bet's going to be is going to be probably at San Francisco plus three if it gets there. The moment it gets there, I'll take San Francisco plus three. If it doesn't get there, we're probably going to fire on the Sun, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And if it's minus two and a half or minus one in it to minus one, I think I think we're going to fire Kansas City. Um, Andy Reid needs a Super Bowl to really uh, claim his spot in Canton, Ohio. So um, so yeah, we're excited. Uh, the, the shitty thing that always sucks about Super Bowl Sunday is it's two weeks away. Um, so we'll have 14 days to kind of talk about that. Um, also, in about a week, we're going to do our massive Super Bowl Props podcast. Be on the lookout for that. We're going to go through all the major Super Bowl props, and we're going to give you what we think um, is going to happen. That's going to include a halftime show, a Gatorade color that gets drenched on the coach, all that good stuff. Um, those usually come out the Monday after Pro Bowl, so uh, be on the lookout for that sometime next week. All right, real quick, just a recap of our free play last night. We had the Denver Nuggets minus one and a half. It was a loser, and God, it was hard to swallow. The Denver Nuggets led all the way until the five-minute mark in the fourth quarter. All the way, they never had the uh, lost the lead. They were constantly up by five, five to eleven points uh, during that time, and they just could not hold on. Um, as stated yesterday, we were worried that Jamal Murray wasn't going to play, and in fact, he did not. Um, I still thought they could win without him, and it sure looked like that um, for about forty minutes of the game. Um, so that was one a hard one to swallow. We're still at about sixty percent. This month on our free plays, um, so we're gonna give another one out today, and hopefully um, it's a winner. There wasn't actually much on today's slate. There's a lot of day games going on at the moment in NBA, and uh, there's one in hockey. But uh, the one that we like is actually gonna be in the NHL, and it is going to be uh, the Florida Panthers over the Minnesota Wild. We like the over six here. Um, both these teams uh, take a lot of shots, um, especially Florida. Florida is in the top 
10 in shots on goal um, and giving up shots on goal as well. So I, t I bet you there's going to be somewhere between 65, 75 shots in this game. Um, and usually in the NHL, every 12 to 14 shots um, result in a goal. Um, the only hesitation here, and if it got, if it was at six and a half, I would not pull the trigger because I think there's a good chance we could push and just walk away empty-handed uh, with, uh, or just get our money back, if you will. Um, but the only hesitation here is uh, Brabowski's going for Florida, and he is coming off two starts where he stopped 57 to 60 shots. Um, and Staylock is actually coming off of a shutout. And in those last two, he stopped 45 of 47. So combined uh, in four different starts, these two goalies have stopped 102 uh, of 107 shots, um, which doesn't even isn't even six goals over their last four starts. But I lean towards the over in this game uh, for a couple reasons. First, because like I previously mentioned about the number of shots on goals uh, that they each team has. Um, but also, a trend that I uh, noticed about three years back, teams that play uh, during the week that the All-Star game happens, um, which is minimal, as you can see on the NHL schedule, um, tend to play very loose, um, the underdogs tend to actually win a lot. Uh, I would have a half lean here on Florida because um, that, that's who the underdog is, even though I think they're a better team anyways. But, um, yeah, they play a little loose. The defense isn't there, and that's why I think they're going to uh, have a lot of goals in this game. I can see something like a 5-3 a or a 6-4 or a game go to um, the Panthers. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to give that out as a second play. I would go – I'd go four units on the Florida Panthers uh, to win, and uh, I'd take probably three units on them to go over six. I actually think maybe Florida is the stronger play there um, because I think they're the better team, and I think Minnesota uh, is looking ahead to, to the break, even though they do have one more game. Um, but they do get a good day off tomorrow. So we'll see. There's not too much on the slate, as I mentioned. So uh, not too many sports. It is Martin Luther King Day. Uh, you know, however that is celebrated in your household, go do that. Um, and whatever you do in the sports betting world, uh, make sure you do it with a smile.